It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, welcome to The Rendezvous. Uh, I'm Simon Marcel, your host. The accent is French. I'm going to start the show with this question. Do you think your relationship is doomed if you fall out of love or is there a chance to fall back in love? And that was a poll I put on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out. And here's the answers from you guys. 62% of you said there is always a chance, and 38% of you said it will never be the same. I'm all about the 62% because I believe things go up and down, and even after the worst mistakes we all can make, there is a second chance happening. So keep the face if that's happening to you. And remember, it's possible to fall again in love with time, patience, and a lot of love from your partner. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Gabi, bonjour. Bonjour. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so I I feel like you'd have such a great answer for this. So I'm in this situation. I was recently engaged, proposed, really exciting, um, really happy. Um, The only challenge is that the ring that my fiancé gave me is the same exact design as... um, the ring that my uh, former stepdad gave my mom and they're now, uh, you know, the relationship's done and it didn't end well. So when I see that design on my finger, I think of my mom's hand instead of my own. So mm-hmm. the, my fiance is open to redesigning it, but I am, I feel bad about the situation. I just want to know what you would recommend. Sure. What makes you feel so bad? Well, I guess because it comes down to, um, like, I'm basically asking to uh, spend more money to redesign it after Mm -hmm. he custom designed it. So part of me feels guilty about that. But on the other hand, you know, I was never asked, like, what I would want or what I wouldn't want. So, yeah. I see. Uh, But he's okay with it, right? Yeah, he's okay with it. But I just feel a little bad. Okay, so don't feel a little bad. Don't feel bad at all because it's important that the ring that symbolizes the union of both of you and that true love, you love wearing without any anxiety or second thoughts or it's a nightmare to be wearing a ring that you think will jinx your marriage. So it happens and I think that um, you can offer to participate in the cause if you want to to make you feel better. But I love his attitude. That is true love attitude. Hey, honey, it's okay because a ring, it's for you. It's for you to be happy wearing it, not feeling anxious every time you wear it. So, Gabby, I said change the ring shape. Do it a way that makes you feel super happy and super proud and excited. And take the jinx away. Okay, Okay? thank you. Life is too short to be wearing the wrong ring for many, many, many years. So you got to change that. Thank you so much, Gabby, for your call, and have a good night. Thank you. I just got an interesting Instagram DM dilemma because I got somebody who's getting married, and there's a problem with the invitation. <laughs> Stay with me. That's next. Remember, if you can't call me for any reason, you can always send me your question, like through an Instagram DM, at Rendezvous Radio. So, Trisha, what's going on with Kelsey? 
So this comes from Kelsey that says, my brother is getting married and he and his fiance didn't invite my boyfriend to the wedding. They've never been a fan of his, which is probably my fault for complaining about mistakes he's made in the past. But we're together now and I'm really hurt that they didn't invite him. I haven't told my boyfriend he's not invited yet. And honestly, I don't feel like I should go without him. Do you think it would be wrong to miss my brother's wedding because they didn't invite my boyfriend? That is a great question. Is it wrong to miss your brother's wedding because they did not invite your boyfriend? I'm going to answer that next, Kelsey, so stay with me. How would you feel if your brother was getting married and he and his fiancée would not invite your partner to their wedding? Right. And so Kelsey just said, you know, I I don't know what to do because I haven't told my boyfriend yet that he's not invited, but I think he should go. So, Kelsey, here is, at least in my book, the rules. If this boyfriend of yours you think is going to be a major part of your future love life, then talk to your brother and his fiancé and explain that to them. If, as you mentioned, he did not behave well in the past, this and that, you're not sure about the future with him, then don't make it a big deal out of it. It's all about their wedding, number one. It's their wedding, not yours. But I get it that if you love somebody, you want to come with them. That's the right thing to do. We all do that. But I would have a talk and just realize that it's about you know, how much of a future you have with this guy or not. Good luck to you, and you call that next, 855-905-8255. Eighty-two fifty-five. Sue, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you, Sue, tonight? I want to start off by saying that I really do love my husband. I'm in a fabulous marriage, but um, he he just doesn't have that romantic instinct. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how I can kind of turn on the romantic part of if there is that part of him. <laughs> I see. Uh, but um, how long you've been married? Oh, we've been married 16 years. And in 16 years, he was never romantic? Well, you know, maybe once or twice when we, he was just starting to date me. Tell me what back then he did romantically for you. He used to do sweet things like if uh, I noticed a certain flower, he would go to uh, the hardware store and buy a whole bed of them and plant them in the garden out front. Mm-hmm. And, and then I would come out one morning and, and just it would be a whole garden full of the flowers I just happened to say I, I, I wow. like. You know? That's sweet. He really, yeah, it, he is. He really is. So when was and, the last time he did something like this? The very last time? Oh, gosh. Probably before my daughter was born. So that's got to be about 11 years ago. Okay. The reason sometimes we forget the romance is we take the partner and the marriage and the partnership for granted. Basically, so you husband and wives, you know, you have a family together, everything is well. But we forget one thing. We cannot take romantically a partner for granted. Because when we do, it just becomes friendly. So your partner is your best friend, not more your lover, and you lose that, right? You lose the flame. Yes, of course. So I think you have to talk to him and ask him like this. Just to ask you, when was the last time you did something romantic for me? And then you say, listen, uh, I miss it. I need it. Uh, We have to bring back the romance in this house uh, or I can't breathe. 
This is the oxygen of a marriage. Romance Aww. is the oxygen of a good marriage. We can have all the kids in the world be great parents, be great friends. Without the romance, I cannot breathe anymore romantically. Wow, that's beautiful. And because men want to fix everything, the minute he hears you don't breathe anymore, trust me, he loves you, he's going to step it up. Well, that's perfect. I mean, I was taking notes. I'll let you know. <laughs> good. I mean, that is exactly what I'm going to say. Okay, good. So, well, I'm glad I could help you. Keep me posted. You know, reach out to us again. Good luck to you. Have a great talk and things will come back in order and you, you'll be breathing plenty of romantic oxygen soon. Oh, I'm, thank you. I will. Thank you so much. You're most welcome and have a good night. Don't take your partner for granted. Let's talk a little more about this because that's fundamental and that's next. Have you ever been taken for granted by your partner? Meaning that the romance went bye-bye through the window. No more romance. No more sweet little gestures. No more little love notes on the fridge. No more nothing. Just the everyday grind. You wake up. You have coffee. Kids, if you have kids, you have to prepare them. And then everybody goes to school. Go to work. Come back. Drive the kids to different activities if you have them. Or go to the gym if you don't have kids. But where is the romance? And the reason we do this at one point is because we take the relationship for granted. Not just each other, the relationship, the marriage. And I have a piece of advice from my dad who's been happily married to my mom for 54 years. I want to share that piece of advice with you because I think that was the, one of the best advice he ever gave me. That advice is next. Would you agree that one of the biggest mistakes we all make in long-term relationships or in a marriage is that we get so comfortable that we take the partner, but also the relationship, the marriage, for granted? We don't make any more romantic effort. And romance is the oxygen of the relationship. So my dad told me, if you meet a lovely, charming woman, don't ever take her for granted. You have to charm her, charm her again. You can never charm her enough. And to this day, 54 years later, still married and happily married, my father once a week bring back the roses that my mom loves every week, never forgotten. And he's 91 and she's 75. And the romance is still fully on at home. So I think that's one of the best advice. Let's not take the relationship for granted. Let's not take away the oxygen and the romance from the connection we have. Let's keep it romantic. You call us next, 855-905-8255. If you've been lucky to be touched by love or a very romantic moment, and you want to share it with me, call me, 855-905-8255. Samara, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Samara. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I know you have a story for me, and I want to hear it. Yes. Okay, so... Um, a while back, I met a guy at my job who was crushing on me, and we started hanging out. But, uh -huh. you know, it was just kind of a friend vibe. Nothing really happened for several months. And then Christmas came, and he made me a really thoughtful gift. It was a giant map, like three and a half feet long, mm -hmm. with a beautiful wooden frame that he made with his own hands. And on the map, there were red pins in all of the countries that I had visited. 
with mm-hmm. green pins in several countries I had never been to before. And the card attached to the map said that the red pins represented where I had been without him, and the green pins represented where I would go with him. And just the emotion and the thoughtfulness that came behind that gift overwhelmed me. I kissed him in the moment, and we've been together for almost four years now. Wow. That's a beautiful story. I mean, I didn't see it coming the way it started. That's, yeah. you know, it's funny in life, Samara, how sometimes that's why it's so beautiful life is that we never know, right? Right. Well, Out honestly, of the blue. I didn't think it was going to happen because it took so long. I think we just needed a spark to cross the barrier of friendship. Uh, but that's what makes it so perfect now. I mean, we started as friends, so we've got a great foundation. That's well said. It's it's another way to start to start as friends, but you gotta get out of the friend zone, and that's a topic in itself. Samara, yes. c- congratulations to you and him. I'm happy, and thank you for sharing that story. It's inspirational for all of us to hear this, uh, because sometimes at work things like this can happen, and it's beautiful. So thank you for sharing that tonight. Ah, thank you so much. Starting a relationship as friends can be good. But it can also be very difficult. I'll explain why next. Stay with me. Have you ever dated somebody that was first your friend? Like Samara who just called me, right? Met at work, become friends, and then you have to get out of the friend zone. People say it's great to marry your best friend. It's kind of true. But, but, have you had the chance to start the relationship just as friends? and overcome the biggest obstacle then, friend zone, which personally is one of my worst enemy relationships. <laughs> because really, how do you get out of the friend zone? I'm going to share that with you next. Have you ever had a crush on a friend, and then you start being like great friends, even best friends, and you wonder, how do I get out of the friend zone? I've been there. Let me tell you this. I've been there more than once. And there's only one technique that works at one point. is to respect the universe and respect your feelings and not be fake and just be a friend if you want more. The way to do this is simple. You look to your friend and you say, listen, I would love to take you out tonight. And then she or he is going to say, what do you mean? Like on a date. Text it if you can't do face-to-face love to take you on a date and then send it to the universe. But if you don't do it, you will blame yourself for never daring. And remember, who does not dare, does not live. So go for it. Good luck to you if that's your case. It works. Uh, you call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Becky, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Becky. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What is up tonight? Okay, well, um, one of my co-workers has told me that um, she's seen my husband out at lunch and dinner, you know, several times with this other woman, mm-hmm. and that they seem to be being really flirty. Um, and I'm not sure if I should confront my husband with this or not. I mean, my husband's a really good guy. I don't think he would cheat on me, but... This coworker is also kind of somebody that I know likes to stir up trouble for other people. So I guess I'm looking for you to help me know what should I do. So, Becky, how long have you been married? 14 years. In 14 years, how many times your intuition started to ringing or red flags were appearing about him? Never. Okay. 
Right now, if you look at your own intuition, do you think it's ringing or not? Well, no, except that I've been told this has been happening quite a bit. So now I'm starting to question, I guess. Okay. So um, is there any other flags, any, any, any other red flags that you've noticed on, I don't know, his phone? Or have you ever, is there anything else than this happening? Uh, n- no, I, I mean, I, I, he has had a couple of phone calls that he's gotten and, you know, excused himself to go take. But, I, you know, I really hadn't thought much about it. Which is a usual thing for him to do or never thing to do? Mm-hmm. You know, once in a while over the years, but no, generally not. Then that's a red flag. Okay. So, um, how about just breaking the unspoken and Becky, just ask him what's going on? Because, A, you may give him a chance to uh, avoid a major mistake. It's always good to have reminders. And two, you're his wife. So you've heard this, what's going on? And when he tells you the story, remember, a female intuition never lies. So when he tells you the story... You all have to do is hear your internal intuition, and then if it rings like this is not real or true, Houston, we have a problem. If there is no ringing and your intuition is calm and you remain calm and you feel, I'm okay with that story, then you just leave it on and not have to worry about it. But you need to tell him what's going on and hear his answer calmly. Okay. That sounds like really good advice, Simon. Thank you. You're most welcome. Always have a conversation, not a confrontation. A conversation that's different, where everybody can express themselves peacefully with respect and tell their side of the story. Then you can go from there, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Becky. Good luck to you and thank you for calling. Thank you. Stay with me. More rendezvous is next. I have one last important question to ask you tonight. Do you have in your mind a story? Something that has happened that you never told anybody. You were not comfortable telling. You were afraid to be judged uh, or misunderstood. And for years and years and years, you've had that story inside of your chest, but never said it. So the reason I say this and I ask you this question, do you have a story like this? Because I want to hear it. I think we all feel better when we tell the truth. I think that the confession, which is my podcast space, is the perfect space for you if you have a story to tell. Many, many people have reached out to us, our producers, and said they have a story to tell. You want to know what other stories have been told? Go check it out on my website, therendezvousshow.com. I'll be back tomorrow night. Thank you so much for listening. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.